0: we're going to be talking about the use case, the business case for Talview. And so let's just jump right into it. Fred, would you please uh, introduce both yourself and introduce Talview?
1: Sure. Thank you, William. Um, Happy to be here drinking coffee with you in the morning. I really appreciate it. Um, Talview offers an award-winning talent measurement platform that really seamlessly orchestrates talent workflows for screening, interviews, assessment, and proctoring. And our mission, which I think is really significantly different than, um, than some of our competition, is to provide a level playing field for every individual to achieve their best career. We really believe in, in breaking down barriers and allowing people all over the world, um, regardless of their demographic or possible disability or uh, whatever barriers they may face, that they should have an equal chance of succeeding in their career based on their skills and abilities. And through our end-to-end digitized platform, we can make this a reality. Um, I am the chief IO psychologist at Talview. Um, I think most of your listeners are probably familiar with IO psychologists, but we focus on the psychology of work and what are the skills and abilities required to perform work effectively and efficiently and successfully and uh, some of the things we also do are develop assessments to see if people have those skills and abilities and you know I like to think it's not rocket science if there's a good match between the people and the job they're likely to be more successful so that's um, that's what I do I'm an assessment guy I have I don't want to tell you how many years of experience in this field, but let's just say
0: <laughs> more than five. Yep. Yeah, more than <laughs> five. For <sure>. Five plus.
1: <laughs> it seems like five was at the first cup of coffee this morning, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I originally started working for a couple of uh, large testing firms years ago, went on to form my own uh, company that developed and provided exams to hire police officers and firefighters, which was fascinating. We, we became the largest company. Uh, in the country to do that. And um, I later sold that to my uh, employees, and it's, it still is uh, the, the biggest company in, in the country that's doing that. And uh, gave me a lot of great experience, uh, including high stakes exam and, and defense. And uh, I actually developed an exam that went all the way to the Supreme Court and was upheld by the Supreme Court. It was a, a landmark testing case. So from that, I uh, really got interested in um, providing expert services, you know, you know, working with customers and clients to make sure that their tests are fair, that they're job-related, that they're unbiased, and that, that they're, they're meeting their needs. Uh, so what I do at Talview is really to work with our assessments, uh, to make sure that we have assessments that are linked to various important roles for which our customers might need to hire throughout the economy, I want to make sure uh, I, I make sure that our tests are fair and unbiased, as I talked about. Really, that's the, the DNA of what we do. And um, many of our clients are federal contractors, so they need to meet OFCCP requirements. Everyone needs to follow the EEOC or the Equal Opportunity um, Employment Commission guidelines for fairness. So I work with our customers uh, to ensure that all of those uh, guidelines and regulations are met. And also one of the things that, that I love and that is really a, a differentiator and a, a huge strength of Talview is working with our artificial intelligence um, capabilities and assessments that rely on artificial intelligence to ensure that those assessments are also fair, unbiased and job related. It's just such a cool area and it's so important now and it's the future is here as, as you know and it's um, it's gonna do nothing but expand. And it's, it's really cool that Talview is at the forefront of that and I'm excited to be part of that team. So there's the long psychologist answer to your question. I, I apologize. I'm, no, I'm no, ready no. That. It's,
0: I love IO uh, folks. I've, I've spoken at PSYOP a, a couple of times and I just, I absolutely love uh, I, I, IO folks. And probably something for the audience to understand is you've you mentioned fairness uh, a number of times is y'all do a great job um, of validating or you know, invalidating, but making sure, and it's kind of like a relentless pursuit. You, you know, you're always kind of trying to make sure that something wasn't missed. So and and you're always trying to make it better. Um, and so take, take folks into that process, you know, kind of like how the sausage is made, you know, when you, when you, one of your clients comes to you and says, okay, we want to do something pre-hire, um, you know, in the hospitality space with this type of thing. And, you know, there's off the shelf stuff. Yeah, of course, but they want something that's really kind of true to them and their culture and, and, uh, and, and kind of their, their kind of all, what makes them unique. How do you, how do you kind of go about that process?
1: So it's a great question, um, naturally, you've done this before, but I, I really see it as sort of two questions. One is how do we develop assessments in general that are gonna be unbiased? And then two is, you know, how would we tailor that process for someone who comes in and wants something unique? So really, you, you, you just asked me a three hour question, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm guaranteeing myself another slot on your show, but I'm going to answer the question as best I can in, a, in 2,000 words or less. So the first thing I think is making sure that all of our assessments or assessments in general are fair and unbiased. And I, I think no one goes into the process of saying, hey, I'm going to make a, an exam that's or an assessment that's not fair to women or not fair to Hispanics or Asians. Everyone has great intentions, right? It's going to be fair, I'm going to measure things that are job-related, look, my questions are beautiful, how could this possibly have any bias against anyone? And what we know as psychologists is that people have unconscious cognitive biases, lots of them, and they're (laughs) unconscious, meaning we don't know about them, right? So even the best item writers and the best subject matter experts, they don't understand the differences between cultures and they don't understand the nuances between different demographics and and biases exist, We're, we're people. And one of the things we do is go to great lengths to field test these items, to correlate these items with work performance, and to make sure, hey, are are those correlations are those regression lines, meaning do test scores predict work performance at the very same level for all of these different demographic groups? Do the test items function in the same way? Are they fair? Sometimes they're not. And sometimes we don't know why they're not. You'll look at an item and say, well, it looks good to me, but clearly there's a problem here. You need to throw that item out. If we can't figure out how to fix it, it's gone. So a lot of work goes into developing tests that are fair and unbiased. Then sort of the next stage, I'm going to try to keep this train running along the track that you've laid down in front of me, but I have a tendency to kind of diverge. So just push me back if I go too far. But um, the next phase then is a, a customer will come to us and say, hey, I have this particular role. I'm looking for a frontline worker uh, for my, my retail store, retail stores. You know, what can I do? And, and then we would say, well, look, we've got predetermined batteries of tests already designed for those particular roles. And we know that for your particular role, um, we're going to want to measure a person's integrity, we're going to want to measure their cognitive ability, and we're going to want to look for uh, cultural fit within your organization. So we can work with you to use our existing platform and use either, uh, you know, kind of traditional assessments that you're familiar with, but, but now, which is really cool, we can use Artificial intelligence and gather what we call behavioral insights right from a candidate's interview um, responses. And all of those assessments together can say, hey, yeah, this person is definitely within range for what we know would make a successful employee in that particular um, role and in that industry. A quick step back about the behavioral insights because I think it's something people. Uh, will be interested in and are interested in, it's what I would sort of call a non-traditional assessment. Whereas, you know, you and I are very familiar with traditional psychometric assessments, whether they be, you know, Likert scale or multiple choice types of questions or even situational judgment questions. What we're doing with our behavioral insights is to actually take your responses to very neutral interview questions, not looking at personality, not looking at those types of things um, and taking their responses, using natural language processing and turning it into text and then running it through a lexicon um, of different neuro-linguistic dictionaries. And we can tell by your word usage how you fall on different facets of personality and different facets of behavior. And it's an amazing uh, new field of neurolinguistics or psycholinguistics, some people call it, and we're doing we're able to do some amazing assessment and prediction of job success based on those types of assessments. Now, so I see that I know you're looking more for use cases, but I think people will find it interesting that that is really a direction that assessment is going to go, and, and Talview is really, really leading the front for that. So, uh, getting back on track, and I apologize for the divergence there. Uh, the next thing we might do is to say, okay, now we've picked this, this battery for you, this assessment battery. You're up and running. You're assessing your candidates. You want to do a couple of things, right? You're an enterprise um, client and you want to make sure everything is fair. So we are going to monitor your test usage. We're going to look at passing rates and look at differential test and question functioning and make sure that you know, regardless of your demographic or, or disability, whatever uh, we happen to be looking at, that the tests are working the same way. Again, doesn't matter what a great job we do of developing tests, how hard we try, we need to continually look. And that's something that you touched on earlier. So um, it may very well be that for whatever reason, your particular population in a particular geography, the tests functions somewhat differently. We just don't know until we look. Uh, we do our best to ensure that that doesn't happen, but we look and we make sure everything's good. If so, we report it to you. If we see some issues, we can then help figure out where's where do we need to change this, what do we need to do, and we can make those changes. And then I think, and of course, we can you know help you report all of that for your OFCCP aud- audits or whatever it is you may need to do. And then I think the final part of your question is what if somebody wants something completely unique and that would be some sort of you know unique test development and then what we would want to do is start from the very beginning and it's good solid i o psychology we would want to conduct a job analysis we would want to really look at that job observe people on the job talk to them have them fill out surveys talk to their managers find out what do they do what are the tasks they perform what are the skills that they need to do their jobs? What abilities do they need to have? What what are examples of good or poor performance and what led to those examples? What types of behaviors? Once we can get that figured out, it becomes really clear. Hey, here's what we need to select for. These are the skills, knowledge, abilities, other personal characteristics that are gonna indicate whether someone is successful. And also this, this is the level of those skills and abilities that really seems to be the sweet spot for success in that particular job. That's really the foundation and once we can do that and really understand that role and what it means to be successful in that role, we can then either develop or link you to existing assessments that are going to put you right in that sweet spot and ensure that your candidates Um, Are a perfect fit for that role and and very likely to succeed. So, again, there's my long, I/O psychologist answer. I don't seem able to do anything. Oh, I've
0: no, I've trust me, I've I've uh, interacted and drank with enough uh, I/O psychologists to know that. Again, we're dealing with complex things, so you know it's not like it's a yes/no answer, and, and none of these are going to be yes/no answers. So don't 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 apologize. It's it's to be expected. We're talking about really important things. Um, I want to throw three things in front of you, and you just kind of pick the the things that seem to most to be most interesting in in the in the press in the, in the world that we live in, the ecosystem of hiring and uh, in HR. We 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 started to kind of see that folks want to assess or they want to hire. Let's just say that they want to hire for potentiality. That's one that comes out a, a very you know a lot. Uh, soft skills. that's another that comes out a lot, and then a uh, third, um, thriving at remote. So those that would thrive in a remote environment versus an office environment, etc., or hybrid environment so what do you see and and again you know you're you're on the front lines you get to see this stuff every day so what do you what do you and then you take any of those and and uh dismantle them or 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 play with them in any way you want to
1: you know it's fascinating and uh, i'm going to start with remote you know the 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 COVID pandemic really threw frontline workforces and their companies hiring practices into complete disarray. And some businesses like e-commerce companies had to bump up their hiring efforts, whereas others, including, say, hospitality, were laying off staff in droves. So the labor market saw huge shifts while recruitment was forced to move online practically overnight. So along with workers moving remote, recruitment has move to remote. And I think that touches on your question. Um, So one of the things about Tailview is that it is an an entirely remote platform, including remote proctoring, um, remote help for candidates who are looking for jobs. It can be from the very beginning of the process when a candidate goes to either your website or a a job board and um, They'll interact with a chatbot and talk about their skills. And the chatbot can point them in the direction of jobs in that organization that might be appropriate for them, at which point they can upload their resume. And uh, our AI can screen their resumes and say, OK, it looks like you may be suited for this job um, or not. If not, it may send you to another job and the cycle repeats. But if yes, hey, you know we have a few assessments, are you ready to take them now? And part of the whole remote issue and the candidates we're dealing with now is the candidate experience. Everything needs to be geared toward the candidate experience. This is also part of remote working and part of remote hiring. If we have someone on the line, we don't wanna lose them. Candidates aren't gonna wait around for weeks for the next step of a hiring process. So we've got you now. Why don't you take these assessments now? They can take these assessments. It's all automated. The recruiter never needs to touch this. They can complete those assessments and they can be scheduled right for an asynchronous interview uh, where they're going to answer questions in uh, again, part of your question, a uh, sort of a off off tangent uh, responses that everything needs to be uh, remote first. So these candidates can handle this all on their phone from remote locations. They don't need to have great equipment. Of course, it helps if they do have a laptop but they don't need one. So they can then take an interview right on their phone. They can answer these questions and while they're taking that interview, they can be assessed on those soft skills that you were talking about through something like our uh, AI-based behavioral insights application. So all of this stuff is happening, um, it, it's it's so cool. I mean, I think your question is, is right on target because people want to hire for potential soft skills, remote workers, and that's what our platform is designed to do, but not only that is, that the whole recruitment and selection process needs to be regeared and retooled for that. And that's what we've done. So I think um, another sort of roundabout point to what you're saying is not only do workers want to do this, but in order to do that, they need to reimagine their hiring process. They need to reimagine it by getting rid of some of these old siloed um, and kind of fractured and compartmentalized parts of their hiring process, you know, they would deal with applications and they would deal with resumes and they would spend thousands of man hours scheduling phone calls and doing interviews and then giving out assessments which were often paper and pencil or they were online on different platforms. And then they had to sort through that to find the analytics and get reports together and then somehow sort through that to stack rank these candidates. Whereas now um, it can be reimagined and it can all be handled through the use of AI and all online and all digitized and it's instantaneous. We call it Insta hire, but it's, it's instantaneous, which is really critical for that. Um, And then it's interesting that that through the whole process, using this neuro-linguistic capability and artificial intelligence, we can get that assessment of soft skills. We can look at their personality characteristics with the big five uh, personality model, which I'm sure you're familiar with, and the various facets of the big five, as well as looking at other things like integrity and workforce safety. There's so many different dimensions uh, that we can work for, and all of those things, I would argue, are hiring for potential. We believe very strongly that in today's labor market, you need to be able to look internally, not just externally. So you've got talent within your organization. And if you're hiring someone for an entry-level role or for a frontline role, you don't want to lose that person. We want to keep them through the entirety of their of their. Um, their work life cycle. So we can bank that data. We can keep it in our database. It's always available. And as new roles become required for your organization, we already have a warm candidate pool ready for you to access, uh, thereby speeding up the process and helping you meet those goals of, I guess, hiring for potential, soft skills, and remote workers. Uh, I won't. I won't apologize this time. But that was no, no,
0: answer. no. That's. I mean, again, this is what people are asking for, and it's just great that you can. You've got ways to solve that for them. If they really care about potentiality, great. We can. We can get there. Uh, two two questions uh, to to end up. One is. I know you get asked and have historically been asked this question at least a thousand times. Where in the funnel, where in their process should they put assessments? Uh, And then the second last question will be kind of your favorite innovative customer story without naming names, of course, just something that you look at and you're like, wow, that's really cool.
1: Okay. Uh, I love the first question. I love them both. Thank you, William. You asked great questions, but let's go with the first one first. Where in the funnel? That's such a good question. So the quickest and most predictive assessments should go earliest in the funnel. So we can take the top of that funnel with tens of thousands of candidates and do a quick and very accurate, very job related, very fair assessment of cognitive ability and eliminate a great number of those candidates by saying, you know, these people just aren't within the range of what's required for this particular role. We can then uh, also, again, because it's automated and because it's basically instantaneous, we can look at um, those behavioral insights uh, through that initial through the top of the funnel. Again, it's all automated. it's not requiring any um, recruiter hours and I'll talk about that I think in your second question a little bit for uh, customer stories. So traditionally it used to be that well, we're just going to do a cognitive ability test up front, you know then we're going to narrow the pool a little bit and we're going to do some sort of a personality or behavioral or motivational attitudinal test for the next group, but that's going to be labor intensive. And then after that, we'll move on to interviews. Now, since it's all automated, we can say cognitive ability, personality, and interview all up front. We're going to give everyone a chance, which is part of our DNA of breaking down these barriers. Instead of eliminating these people, we'll give everyone a chance now, and now we'll truly see who who comes to the top based on a much wider pool, which has the tremendous added benefit of increasing your diversity, equity, and uh, your, your DEI goals. So. Um, really helpful to be able to work with a larger pool at the top. And because of automation, we can narrow that down to a smaller group with very few man hours. Um, So kind of a roundabout answer to that question. And I would say favorite customer story. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, ZS Associates. It's an IT case study. And, you know, their challenge was very inconsistent evaluation metrics across their interview panels. They had an increased time to hire because of very large candidate pools and and lengthy processes, high operational costs, and a very poor candidate experience. And I'm choosing this one because I think it's generic enough that it's it's gonna resonate with a lot of the listeners. So the solution that we proposed and that they used was number one, remotely proctored assessments to ensure uh, test integrity. Uh, We used our behavioral analytics approach throughout the interview to gauge soft skills and cultural fit, and I I talked already extensively about that. And, of course, having a single hiring platform to automate the recruitment process. So this is the solution we brought in and the results, uh, which uh, I think are, are amazing, one of my favorites. We were number one, they wanted to see, well, how well does this process match what we did manually? Which is an interesting comparison, but certainly you know, people wanna see that. You know, Here's what we've been doing for years. How, how does this match it? And we were able to effectively match 80% of the candidates between the panel recommendations and our machine insights. Now, here's the cool thing. Not only were we able to do that, but we did it in a 70% reduction in time to hire. We saved the company 8,500 hours of billable time Um, which uh, translated to $840,000 in operational costs, all due to this streamlined recruiting and assessment process. So for me, I think that's one of my favorites. It's cool to see it in IT. And um, I love that they used, you know, some of our cutting edge technology to to do that. And uh, I think it's
0: a good one. That was fantastic. Both answers. Fred, thank you so much for carving out time for us and our audience.
1: You're very welcome, William. I'm happy to do it anytime.
0: All righty. Next time we'll do something topical and we'll tear into something really, really specific so we can really, really peel the onion a bit. Uh, thanks, Thanks again, Fred. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.